Welcome back to another episode of Clear the Air, the Simply Stogies podcast after show. And once again, I'm your host, Tim. And like always, I bring the hosts of your favorite cigar podcast, Simply Stogies podcast, back to the microphone so we can talk about people behind their back and some other things as well. Uh, that's, of course, James and Nick. This episode, we're going to talk about the latest episode of Simply Stogies podcast with Peter James or John Lorendi and Adrian Maharaj. Did I get that right? Did Potomac get that right? I think he did. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's Nick. Nick, how you doing? What are you smoking and where the heck are you? I'm at the Metro Cigar Lounge, which is where 99.9% .9 of the podcasts I do from. Uh, the reason being, it's warm inside. Being in New Jersey, I can't smoke outside. I can't smoke in my home. So I like to smoke while I do these. This is one of the reasons why I do them, because I smoke a cigar. And what I am smoking is my go-to Nick cigar. Oh, that's a good and, one. And the reason I'm smoking this is because John Lorendi likes this cigar. So, oh, nice. <laughs> I had to throw that plug in there. It's funny nice. because he, uh, I met him online, uh, totally independent of the show, and I was inquiring about some of his products. And once he found out, he goes, oh, are you the Nick from the Nick Cigar? I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, I had one in Atlanta, and a guy turned me on to it. I love that cigar. And I was like, oh, thanks. Love to hear that, as you guys know. So, you see, anyway. smoke your own cigar to celebrate somebody else liking it. I there, love you, it. there you go. I, well, I, need to, I need to get some more Nick. I, I need to get man. some more LH. I am almost clean out. Um, but we'll talk about that later. I'll go ahead and introduce the... Uh, main host of Simply Stogies, the guy who also does a lot of praying to uh, solve his problems. That's James. James, how are you? What are you doing? What are you smoking? I'm smoking an, <clears throat> an unbanded cigar that is definitely not a foundation uh, <clears throat> charter oak <laughs> Maduro Lonsdale. <laughs> it's definitely not that. Um, <clears throat> and I'm obviously in my man cave slash studio slash, slash lounge. Yeah, I didn't <clears throat> yeah, No, you didn't. Uh, thanks for, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it was a great conversation with John and with Adrian. Um, you know, this was John's second time on the podcast, uh, first time, uh, with Nick, but Nick couldn't make it. He had a, he had a, a family thing come up, so he couldn't make it, but it was, so it was just me, Nick and, uh, or Nick, Jesus Christ. It was me, Peter, uh, John, you, John, fuck's sake, words are hard. You'd think, you know, <clears throat> it's like, it's like I'm doing a second one back to back. Um, and my, my mouth just doesn't want to work anymore, but no, it was a, it was a great conversation with John and with, uh, Adrian, um, a first time for Adrian uh, on the show, uh, as he's the new, uh, the new guy over there at, uh, Peter James and they got a lot of good stuff going on. I'm sure you guys have all seen it on social media by now, but yeah, we'll get into it. I've met John before at the previous PCA trade show, I think, but 2022 trade show. Um, so I, I know of him, but I've never really gotten to know him. And I thought that this episode really gave the, the listener or the viewer a good opportunity to, to get to know uh, John and who John is. And, and of course, Adrian uh, being the, uh, the new blood at uh, Peter James. I, was re I really liked that it was the Canadian invasion and that they mentioned hockey because as soon as he said Canadian invasion, I was like, better be hockey. Yeah. Better yeah, be a hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. But it was good. Goddamn Canadian. Go ahead. <clears throat> yeah. No, it was good. It was, a, it was a, it was a really good uh, conversation, uh, you know, and John's getting ready to move to the U S and Adrian, I, I believe is in the U S. Uh, so they're both going to have the dual citizenship thing going on. And 
uh, good for them. You know, they're our hat to the north. Uh, they're, they're America's hat. Um, they, they keep our, <laughs> they heads, keep our warm. heads warm in the winter. Um, no, but it, 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 it really is great to, to talk with both of them. It was funny because, um, you know, you mentioned that you've talked to John before and we talked to him at the, at the trade show um, quite a bit. Just a great guy all the way around. Um, and when we talked to him at the trade show, it was kind of funny because he was like, well, I don't want to be the face of the company. I want Adrian to be the face of the company. Um, and Adrian's like, you want me to do what? <laughs> like, no, no, no. You're the, <laughs> the, you're the, the company. You're the face of the place. So it's kind of funny to see that, you know, and they're friends and, um, you know, it's always hard to go into business with friends because anytime money gets involved, it's always, it's, it can, it can get pretty messy, but I, I have a feeling. Well, <clears throat> go ahead. I'll go one better. Partners in general are difficult. I don't care what friends. It's so important to have trust in one another. But you're right. Anytime money's involved, I've every business that I've been involved in, uh, with this one not even being an exception because I have you know partners on the factory side. Um, it, it's difficult, but you know you can plan and try to you know like I had a, a friend that I knew for 20 years that became a business partner and, and it didn't go as planned. And, you know, luckily we're still friends, but, uh, it was difficult. So yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to be, uh, partners with anybody and especially friends because that can go sour pretty fast. Oh yeah. I mean, I could speak to that just with, with myself and Tim, because Tim knows how difficult I can be. It's not the other way around. Oh yeah. yeah. Tim, Tim's yeah. pretty easy going, pretty laid back, pretty like, I'll go with the flow, get shit done, whatever. And I'm, I'm the opposite. I am very much uh, pulling my hair out. Things are always on fire. Got to put the fires out. Got to get stuff done. Got to do this. Uh, and so I know Tim has, has, there have been times where Tim has wanted to strangle me and thankfully he has not. So doing any, I just, I just stopped showing up for <laughs> yeah. herbs. Yeah, he does. He's like, I'm not smoking with you anymore. You can fuck right off. Um, no, but it, it can be difficult, but I, I have a feeling like their friendship, they've known each other for, for quite a few years. It sounds like, um, and they bring different things to the business. John is, well, that that's the yeah. key. That's the key, James. A in any business, if you have defined roles, I think the most important thing for, you know, John mentioned many times, uh, and I can relate, uh, that he has been an entrepreneur his whole life. So have I, you know, starting my first business when I was still in high school, but with partners, as long as everybody has defined roles, and the more defined the roles are, the less there is butting of heads. Um, so I think those guys come from two different areas in business, and they're going to have their own roles. And even with that, there's always things can always come up. But I think, uh, you know, they, they seem like uh, they have a good relationship and they both are going to help grow the brand in different ways with Adrian coming on board. And, you know, John's passion. I think, uh, you know, I, I'm rooting for him. Let's just, let's just oh, say that. Yeah. You can't help but root for him because <clears throat> John with his, with the, his creative side and everything that he brings to the table that way and his hands on and his, his, all of that. And then Adrian brings that business, social media, you know, technological side to it. And, and like, look, by now you guys have all seen it. You've all seen it. Uh, I just watched it. You two haven't seen it yet because I literally just got it while we were recording the last show. Um, but they they put out a, a, a teaser for their new uh, logo, and it's absolutely fantastic. In fact, I'm going to send it to Tim. And while I'm talking about it, Tim can put it over. Uh, but if you watch last week's episode, you've already seen it. Uh, if you follow uh, Peter James on uh, Instagram, on his socials, you've probably seen it. 
and it's just a fantastic high level teaser trailer that that shows off their new logo and you know they had it they didn't get into it as to why there there's a new logo but there's a new logo so i think we'll just maybe we'll just leave it there instead of getting into the yeah. weeds with uh with the, the with the the whys and <clears throat> whether or not it's a good thing for the industry and all these um <clears throat> CDs <clears throat> that keep coming out but uh they have a new logo and uh it's it's uh it, it's it's really well done it's really well done and so you see that cr- are we gonna post yeah, it here we'll, i haven't yeah, seen we'll it we'll post it we'll post it here i'll i'll send it to you guys tonight i gotta get it from my phone onto my computer um but we'll we'll, we'll you guys can take a look it's really well done the logo's sharp uh and the way they they kind of unveil it is really well done I think we have pretty defined roles, though, in our relationship, James. You get stressed don't call out it a fucking relationship. about everything. What? Don't. And- number one, Jesus <laughs> fuck. What is wrong with you? It is not a relationship our at business, all. Our business. I'm sorry. Our business there we relationship. Go. Jesus fuck. Yeah, yeah. Or our nonprofit <clears throat> business relationship, probably. Yeah, not for profit. Yeah, no shit. You're definitely not making any fucking money. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, no. I, yeah, I, our roles, I think, are, are, are pretty well defined. Um, I just tell you what to do and you're you bitch about it and then you get it done. Like you're the tech guy. You're the tech guy. Yeah. I am yeah. not I am not technical at all. Like I'm I, I like Nick like technology. Like I'm I, I like <clears throat> all the new cool things that I can do with things, but when it comes to actually implementing them and like do it that, no, that's all you. I can edit all day long, but fucking you do it faster. <laughs> well, I have the software, I suppose. <clears throat> I have the software too. It doesn't matter. You've got it down to a science, oh. and I'm sitting there like hunting and pecking. See, so, so how many <laughs> arguments have you been in? They say none. We say we'll have one, we'll right, have one now. right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're actually, if you're unfamiliar, well, let me start off with this. We've all know the the probably the most prominent cigar magazine in the industry, Cigar Fishing, right? And we've had those conversations about uh, different articles within the, that magazine and things not being obtainable and so on and so forth. We're not going to recap that. But uh, what I, I was sitting there and I'm listening to the episode and I'm like, wait a second. And I run downstairs to my uh, July-August uh, issue of Cigar Aficionado. And um, page number one of The Good Life, my friends. Boom. Peter James lighters. Yeah. Look at that. So I, I use their bar uh, lighter almost exclusively now. Um, and, and hopefully by now you can go to simplystogies.com and there'll be a review of this lighter. 
Hopefully. Like, don't look, don't crucify me if there's fucking not. All right. You don't live my life. You don't know what I got to do on a daily basis. I'll try to get it out. I promise before this episode uh, launches, uh, hopefully it'll, it'll come out a couple of days before the Peter James interview will, but this lighter is fantastic. It is. Um, I don't want to say it's a simple design because I don't think that it is. Um, and I'll try to move close to the camera so you can kind of see the mechanical action on this. Um, yeah, you could see that. So when you push the button up, like, I don't want to burn the, but there, and it lights every time, every time. It's a, it's a pretty sharp looking lighter. And I, we, I know that look, uh, here, you mentioned it at the PCA trade show. You're like, this thing is cool. And I didn't even get, well, to here's the thing. So if, if you've known me for the last couple of years, you've seen me in a shop or whatever, you've probably seen me with, with my Zycar tactical lighter. And that has been my everyday lighter for the last three or four years. When that first came out, I loved that lighter and I used it every day. And the problem is, is the black on the, uh, on the, on their lever on that Zycar just keeps, <clears throat> it keeps rubbing off. And so now it's just Chrome. This I have used literally for the last, I don't know, four months, every day, several times a day. And the black is still on there. I've put it in my pocket with my keys. There's a couple of, of, of dings on it, but for the most part, <clears throat> it's pretty pristine. And so to be that durable and to look that good, um, and it's got a nice heft to it. You would think with it, <clears throat> excuse me, being so small, there wouldn't be a whole lot of heft to it. There's a nice, nice heft to it. Um, <clears throat> my, my lone concern would be um, how much lighter fluid I go through, but I can always adjust the, the, the flame size. Uh, I just prefer that, that longer flame. Because for me, it's easier to kind of tell where I'm at while I'm smoking. Well, you sold me, James. I, uh, I'm, I'm also a gadget guy and a cigar guy, and I've bought so many damn lighters out there. I've tried them all as well. And my go-to uh, has been the, uh, not that, you know, has been this uh, DFI by DuPont. And I bought the double flame one that came out since and i went back to my original because this one just lights every time and that's been and this is like a little magical thing for me because my biggest problem is i lose everything and this lighter somehow has come back to me i've left it in lounges i've left it in stores and it always comes back yeah. and to me that's a good luck charm more than anything else so i stick with it and i use that every day but i do like uh lighters and i want to try uh the peter james lighter. like so uh, and sure. look like when you're talking price point um peter james is, is is uh like their cases are pretty expensive I'll, I'll i'll just say it they're not budget cases but you're getting that that well he has different, different he does levels. have different He's levels but the, like his, his cases are usually you know two to three hundred three hundred fifty bucks and they're handcrafted leather and it's all put together very nice and it's all high-end i've said that it, they are the epitome of, of luxury um, in, in a, what is already a luxury uh, industry. And, and they just kind of take it to that nth level. Uh, but what's great about this lighter is it's like a hundred dollars MSRP. So for a hundred dollars, how much was that? How much was that ST DuPont? That was what? A couple hundred bucks? Closer to three. Yeah. yeah I think it was two plus. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and you get that, I, I feel like you get that same level of quality 
with these with these lighters that you do with the cases uh and i would put it again put it up against any st dupont lighter um like look i have an st dupont lighter right here um this one that has never once lit ever really ever I have you one know. of those, and I yeah. like this the 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 look and feel of this lighter. It's mu- it's lighter than this lighter. Uh, it's it's more compact, and I was really looking forward to having an ST Dupont right without spending a ton of money because I think this was about a hundred bucks. I think I got it on sale, um, and it's never once lit, and I've just never gone back. Is that a it's, recent purchase? No, I've had that for a couple of years, and it's never once lit, and I've just never sent it in hmm. to get. ST DuPont, they make uh, those hooked lighters. Yeah, correct? and I've liked that hook lighter too, but that's a budget lighter. It's $50, I think, uh, is what it is. Uh, and it's a, it's a right. great lighter, but this has a much bigger tank on it. It's heavier. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, important. Yeah, right? Because yeah. I'm always refilling that lighter, always. And so when, when I right. switch... Well, that, that DuPont you have is very small. Oh, I mean, yeah. the tank on that one is tiny. tiny. I mean, that's why I went to the, to the DFI because... It's much, much bigger. It's got a window where you can see the, you know, the, uh, so that was my reason for that. Yeah, one. this one, oh, it's yeah, got this one has a window too, too on yeah, the side. Oh, on nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, well, nice. I am a little low yeah. on fluid, but I've been using it for the. I think that I really liked that hooked lighter. I think it lasted maybe four or five months before it just stopped working altogether. Yeah. That Here's the thing. If you're not spending minimum three, $400 on a, on a ST DuPont lighter, I don't feel like the quality's there. I just don't. But with 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 Peter James, and this is a hundred dollar lighter, the quality is there, and that's what's important to me is that that this is going to light every time, first time. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, the paint's not rubbing off. It, it, like I said, like it's been in my pocket. There's not a whole lot of scratches on it. It, it and it's a nice. It, it's an attention grabber. People are like, what the hell's that? My lighter, and yeah. they I give it to them, and they're like, oh no, doesn't work. Mm. Like it's not hard. You just push up on the on the lever there. I don't like people are just like, oh, it's not That's doing cool. Yeah. I need I need a I need a I need a better class of friend apparently. No, I was <laughs> I was gonna say I'm you know the fact that you have had it in your pocket and bumped it around and it shows almost zero sign of wear is is a that's a good quality lighter because I've had the uh what was it, the Zycar tactical the same one you have uh but i waited forever to get the uh the od green one you know being an army guy I like the od green and i think within two or three weeks i threw it in the po- pocket of my book bag and a couple hours later i took it out all the paint is gone it's just yeah. so like what the uh. yeah it, it's just anymore and this is a, more of a commentary i guess on what we buy as americans uh, it's just cheap shit for the most part. I remember having, and this is again, okay, look guys, I'm not trying to disparage anybody. ST DuPont obviously puts out some great shit. Um, right. I had a Lotus cutter once and all of the paint and all of the, the branding and everything rubbed off on that, uh, of that from probably two or three days. And I'm just like, I, I, I guess I don't understand. Like, look in the cigar industry and Nick can probably speak to this in the cigar industry when you get things that are that are branded uh for a company specifically i feel like sometimes the quality isn't there because they're buying them in mass right because they're giving them out with with purchases or whatever whatever a specialty the bnm or whatever online uh companies running like buy this get this free so they have a ton of this stuff 
Um, but I feel like there are certain brands that just will never do that. Peter James is one of them. They will never sell out their soul to just get their stuff in people's hands. It's going to be like, look, we make high quality things. We make high quality things for a reason. You're going to have to spend a little bit of money. Yeah. And uh, what the first product that they had were the travel cases, the leather travel cases, right? And I think they're absolutely gorgeous. For my everyday use, probably not so much. But when, when you hear that people come back six years, 10 years later, and they're still using that same case, that's quality. It is quality, but it also creates a, a, um, a, a problem. And it's the same problem that light bulb manufacturers used to have back in the day. When light bulbs first came out, they would last for years, years. In fact, I think there's one that's, there's one light bulb that has been in use for like over 80 years and it still hasn't gone out. Well, all the light bulb manufacturers, all of their profits went up and then straight back down because nobody had to buy any more light bulbs. So they all got together and went, Mm -hmm. uh, we should probably make our light bulbs so they don't last nearly as long. And that's why we got to the point where we were at, where everyone's buying light bulbs every, every month, every couple months. Right. You know, speaking of light bulbs, fluorescent light bulbs, I I stopped buying them because not only are they more expensive because, you know, they're supposed to be cost savings and everything, but they don't last at all. And I'm like, if I got to replace, you know, a freaking anyway, not to waste any time on it, but sometimes now I go back to the originals and you're right. Now they make them not last. And that's by design. Right. And so so Peter James kind of has that that problem where. You buy one case from Peter James, unless you are buying at look, and I'm not trying to disparage anyone who color coordinates, but if you're color coordinate, like that'd be, be the only reason to buy another Peter James case is that either there's something, there's a technological leap, right? Where maybe it holds humidity a little bit better. Maybe they redesigned it. There's something and you're like, I want that one. Otherwise, if it's just carrying your five cigars in your accoutrement for, for, for lighting your cigar, cutting your cigar, you have one case, you spent your $350. You never have to spend another $350 with Peter James, as long as you don't lose that case or it's banged up or whatever, because it's, yeah, I mean, I could see it's that quality, right? So I think their move into accessories is uh strategic because it's going to be mm. like, look, this lighter may last a couple years and then just take a dump. And if I get two years of use out of this lighter, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out. I'm going to buy buy another another Peter James lighter. Right. So, you know, especially when you're using this minimum four times a day, every day, like it's not going to last. Like there's the the mechanism on here. Like it doesn't matter how high quality it is because it's just, you're putting it through the paces every fucking day. But at the same time, you know, if you buy a Peter James case and you literally can call it an heirloom where you could give it to your kids or, or somebody else and the quality is there, that is marketing. That is sales oh, yeah. that, you know what, I bought one, it lasted forever. I'll buy another one as a gift. I'll get, you know, it, there, there is, I mean, it is limited. You know, it's not like you're buying a cigar every day and you're consuming it. But at the same time, the fact the quality is there will make people go out and buy multiple, even if it is for gifts or what have you. Sure. And if you're the type of person that uh, sits down, sets it down and then just walks away from it, which it is disappears. me, 
Right. So, I mean, you'd probably buy three. I'd probably buy a few. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which is why I've yet to buy one because I know I'll probably lose it. So, but I'll buy one anyway, Peter James. Don't worry. There you go. Adrian and John. There you go. They're just seeing the money roll in as this episode goes on. There you go. Because, yeah, I think I'll probably uh, pick up one of the lighters, too. They, I mean, it looks cool. Uh, the value looks like it's there. I think when you're spending 100 bucks on something, that's my biggest thing is, like, I use this Calibrite. And it's held up pretty well, but I'm not a huge fan of it just because uh, sometimes it lights well, sometimes it does not. This has literally been a and, constant. Every time I've, I've gone to do it, first time every time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no issue with it. I love it. With lighters, I, I find that there are like super cheap lighters in the 10 to $15 range that I know people that have used them for years and they work. And if you lose them or they stop working, it's $15. But those tend to go for the longer time. Or again, <laughs> the, the higher the higher quality ones. Everything in the middle is the one that you go through. So, you know, you got both ends of the... Right. When we go to the PCA trade show, our first stop is a cigar lounge where we buy a $9 lighter. <laughs> and that's what we use the entire trade show and then toss. Do you mean this one? Or, this one, Tim? Have, yeah, that one right there. <laughs> this is one of these days. Is, I, I, I'm going to get I'm that gonna bring it on, on, on Friday. I promise. I shouldn't promise. I'm going to try my best to bring it on Friday if I don't forget this and, pre- uh, and the cutter. But yeah, like if you fly somewhere. Like you're not taking the lighter on, on, on the, and this is why a lot of folks in the industry still use a BIC because you can take the BIC on on a on a plane. I'm just not the guy that wants to light it with a with a BIC. I don't mind a soft flame. I'm okay with a soft flame, but if I'm rolling up money and lighting it on fire, I want to feel like I'm lighting it on fire with something of substance and quality. And, and this Peter James fits the bill, especially for a hundred dollars. But for me, that hundred it's a steal at a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, I I think so. Now they also. Make cigars. They do. And furniture. They do. And furniture. Now I've, I've, yep. I haven't seen any of the furniture. I've heard it's real nice, but I haven't seen it. But the cigars. Let me, let me put, the, let me put it to you this way. Yeah, let me, go ahead. If I were to open a lounge, I would put their furniture in there. No matter, like, I know it's going to cost a couple grand per piece, but it, it's high quality. Uh, you know, it, it's high end leather. It's put together really well. It looks super nice. Like you can go to their website, Peter John, Peter James dot uh, CA. Uh, I believe and, that's, and check yep. it out. And it, it's really good stuff, which I wonder if that's going to change to Peter James dot com when he moves to America. Oh, if it's available. That's a good question. Yeah. If it's available, I don't know why. I we should, you know what we should do? We should buy it real quick. <laughs> no. it and sell it. To no, him. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Don't do, don't that. do that. No. no, absolutely not. Cause, uh, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see. I mean, because I think his move to the U.S. is going to help him uh, respond a little bit faster because most of his customers are in, in the U.S. So I think it's going to help him respond faster, be uh, more fleet of foot, so to speak, uh, business-wise, uh, and kind of strategically places him where he needs to be in order to be more effective business-wise. I mean, and hearing the story, I mean, that's, I, I think that's a great move uh, to come to America and, and- go to Florida and be a crazy guy that does crazy things and ends up on the news nationwide. Yep. Florida man. Um, But I mean, just thinking about making that move and hearing the story of, you know, uh, his old business partner and, you know, and and basically going to the wife, because I guarantee if I went to my wife and said, well, Hey, here's the story. She'd be like, 
get your money and run. That's probably what mine would say. Um, you know, but, you know, selling the car, taking out a mortgage against the house and who knows what else. I'm like, okay, you're, you're dedicated. You're, you're dedicated, but to actually like open up the basement door and just allow people to come and go into your home to do work. I was like, no way. Yeah, no, my, my wife would, that would have never flown with my wife either. You know, it's funny. And I, I think I mentioned this on the show, but, uh, Pete, uh, John got a hold of me, uh, a couple weeks before he was supposed to come on the show. And he was like, Hey, I just want to have a conversation with you about what we're going to talk about, because I don't want this to be just another interview. I don't want this to be just another guy from the cigar industry you have on. I really want to do a deep dive into kind of what Peter James is, what, what I, John Lorendi am all about and introduce Adrian uh, to everybody. And I said, well, how intimate do you want to get here? He's like, I, nothing, nothing's off the table. Like you want to talk about something, we'll talk about it. Uh, and at the time I, I warned him a little bit against that. And I told him, you know, there are folks in the cigar industry that don't, that don't abide by this smoke and mirrors rule that everyone else seems to kind of had. And we talked about this a little bit in the last CTA and we talked about the smoke and mirrors in this episode. Uh, and John doesn't like the smoke and mirrors. He doesn't like the smoke and mirrors at all. And I know Nick doesn't like the smoke and mirrors uh, 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 of this thing. So it, it makes sense to me that, that, that John and Nick would, would really hit it off because they're, they're kind of cut from the same cloth. It's a lot of no nonsense, no bullshit, like this is who I am. But sometimes when you do that, especially in an industry that thrives off of smoke and mirrors, you kind of, you can set yourself up for failure if you don't do it right. And I think, yeah, but at the same time, James, I just have to add that people that don't, you know, subscribe to the smoke and mirrors of this industry can gravitate to one another. Like I, I immediately find myself liking the guy the first time I met him at the trade show in person. And we got to socialize a bit after hours, uh, you know, trade show. And I generally think he's a, a very nice person and is passionate about what he does. And, and I think, uh, you know, that's why I do, I do like, him. you know, I, I learned a lot listening to the, uh, the interview from him and, and about Adrian, we met Adrian, but we really, I didn't spend any face time with Adrian. And I think he is really going to bring a lot to the table. And just uh, as a side note, I just happened to check PeterJames.com is taken already by an author named Peter oh. James, and it's about a book. So he's not going to – he's a best-selling author for writing crimes and thriller novels. So sorry, Peter James, you're going to have to stick to the C. CA or go with a .net or uh, – <laughs> org or something else put a dash in there or something yeah yeah, yeah that's true but, but i did I, I i warned him against it um opening up too much uh and i and i think a, a good example of of opening up too much would be brian desend from uh provada club sometimes wearing your emotions and your heart on your sleeve can get you in trouble now now that said like they are two different individuals they 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 attack the industry and they attack the business in different ways um, and, and I don't think, I don't think John would ever be in a, put himself in a position where he says something he shouldn't say. Uh, but sometimes people don't like seeing how the sausage is made. They just don't. Um, but in his case, I mean, his story is so powerful because he really believed in this product so much so that he mortgaged his house and sold his dream car 
to continue with this dream. Like that's not smoke and mirrors. That's real fucking life. That is, that is sitting down with your wife and saying, so this is what I want to do. And what I want to do is going to cost money. And the only way I can get that money is if I put a second mortgage on this house. And if I sell my dream car, like, can you imagine Tim sitting down with your wife and, and, and having that conversation and having it be a positive and well, supportive not, conversation? Not to take anything away from Tim's wife, but I think that's an important, <laughs> important thing. Uh, having the right partner in life is so important. You know, I have a supportive wife, even though she's not crazy about cigars uh, as, as a general, you know, woman that doesn't think smoking is necessary, you know, they smell and this and that, but she recognized my passion for this business and always allowed me to follow my dreams. And, uh, that's so important. You know, that decision, that life decision in business, the most important decision you can make is your life mate. And uh, I'm happy that he's got a good one. I don't know her, but just listening to him being able to say that and have that conversation with her and her supporting him in his dreams, you know, he's he's already won in yeah. life, in my opinion. Whether the business fails or doesn't, of course, we don't want that to happen, but he's uh, a winner you in know, life. I, that's a really good point, Nick, is that money's not everything. And if tomorrow... Like I lose it all. I'm still rich because I've got my wife and my kid. I've got my family. Um, you know, I've won at the game of life because she supports me in all of this absolutely crazy bullshit that I want to do in the cigar industry. And and she allowed me to to do this. Like she was adamant that she not smell the smoke, but she was like, yeah, if you could make it. So you like, so you're right. Like having that partner who's super supportive is super important. Uh, and Tim, I wish you all the best. <laughs> <laughs> all right i was not prepared for that as i as i was taken uh, uh yeah i mean and, and it, it also depends on the time and the place too right so if you know if you just walk in you're like oh hey by the way i want to drop yeah. i want to come up with 50 grand and do this you know that's a, you know i think not only was he passionate, but I also have to believe that he had something established. So it, it, there was something already there to, to gamble on. It wasn't like, uh, we're, I'm going to start this up tomorrow and I have no idea what's going to happen. I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Here's, yeah, but, here's he, a, but he started someplace. I mean, yeah. when he started from zero, she supported him in, in the cause in the beginning as well. I mean, he didn't talk about it on the show, but I imagine they had that conversation as well, if that's what he wanted to do. So she was supportive on that side. Yeah, you're right. The time and place is important, but having that sounding board to be able to, you know, give you another perspective um, with love and support, you know, it, it's important, you know. So, you know, I'm sure your wife will, will get there. And don't worry. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad that she does not watch yeah, her listen say, to Don't this. let her listen to this one. Because. She she would literally be like she I'd walk in she'd just be sitting at the couch all pouty faced and she'd be like you're never talking to Jason. I'm sure. That, and then that I would be a supporting husband. And this guy and Nick, say, whoever whoever this guy Nick is, I don't like him already. I can tell you that. Yeah, and, and I would just look at her and be like, you know what? You're right, honey. These guys are clowns, and I don't need to be hanging around them. I've already stopped smoking Herfin with James every night. Like, what more do you want? Yeah. What more do you want? I tell him to fuck off all the time. Oh. 
No, but you're right. Like that's a that that's a that's a hard thing to do, Nick. Uh, like you did it right because you used to you owned your own audio video store. You were a cop. You owned your own own audio video. Listen, I I had many sleepless nights, and what I put my my wife wanted nothing more than for me to be a corporate guy and make a corporate living and and have you know a uh, health insurance. That was her most yeah. important thing. Make sure you get good health insurance. And so when you're, you have your own business, <laughs> you pay for everything. And uh, it's everything that she wanted, I didn't give her. I mean, when when I first met her, <laughs> I, I, I was an entrepreneur, <laughs> you know. And But you know what? Somehow it still managed to everything work. Everything she and, wanted, uh, she did not get. <laughs> not, not when it came to me anyway, you know. But at the same time, uh, thankfully, I've been successful in, in most of my business ventures. and. I have been able to give uh, not only her but my son, you know, a good life, and I'm 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 happy and proud that I was able to do that for them. Yeah, and I, with their support, of and, course. And 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 I think John is the same way. He's very proud of what he's been able to do. It's no, he he's 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 accomplished. He is his product is second to none in the industry. Um, we were you know talking offline before we started. Like Nick, you you had you just bought a a, a new case in. I had this conversation with with somebody at the trade show because we were comparing the cases. So there's a uh, the, there's a company, Cigar Luggage, that does uh, uses Saddleback leather, and they have these these boxes that they make and they put in the they go in the Saddleback leather, and it's just a different it's a different product. It is. It, I'm not saying one is better than the other, but what I am saying is that one has because it's a, totally different. Absolutely, markets. one is one is luxury item. And, it, and they're both kind of luxury items, but one is like a high-end luxury item, Peter James, and the other one is more rugged. Like one is like you can travel with on a plane, and if something happens to that leather, it's gonna it's gonna add character to the leather, right? And I'm talking about the cigar luggage. If something happens to your Peter James case, well, now you're gonna go spend another three hundred fifty dollars for a new Peter James case. Right, because it's not going to add character to it. Because that one is meant to look pristine and and uh, high end and elegant and luxurious and all of those things that come with everything Peter James does. Where the other one isn't. It's saddleback leather, right? And so it's supposed to have some character and some flaws and 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 that kind of stuff and 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 show its age. Where the other one it, it is not. It one is a black tie kind of thing. To go back to that that analogy, I think Peter James is a black tie. Like I'm going to go somewhere nice. I am taking my Peter James case, and the other one is this is my everyday fucking. I take to the lounge. I wherever I'm going, I take when I'm traveling. This is the one I, that I use. But if I'm going to go to an event where I know I'm smoking cigars, I'm taking the Peter James case. That's what I would do. Is you know you're going out somewhere fancy, take your fancy case. You're going out to uh, ride your horse. You grab your saddlebag leather. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people on this call that fucking <laughs> ride horses, Tim. Lots of people. Jesus yeah. Christ. And including nobody. myself. Including <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, shit. Maybe if I lived in no. Iowa, Tim. I don't know. <laughs> not, 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 a, not a New Jersey. <laughs> that's no, sure. there's no horses in New Jersey. No, well, there are, but I, I'm nowhere near them. I can tell you that. I, I will stay as far away from a horse as I possibly probably, can. Probably a, probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. Yeah. No, but what makes what makes John really unique to me is, and he he said it uh, quite a few times, it, it, his values, what he lives. Well, with. you know, 
it's and it's funny you bring that up, Tim. Not to cut you off, but I'm going to cut you off. Uh, the, the, but he's I, cutting. I'm absolutely cutting you off. Is is his his values? And part of his values is that when you believe in something, you do it and you follow through with it. You know, and we talked about the adversity that he had when his original partner was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I kind of want out. And then he leverages his house and his dream car to continue on with right. the, with his with his dream. Well kind of hit another snag in the road, so to speak, when he has to change his logo. We already talked about the new logo and I, I really like it. I think it's it's really well done. And their presentation on unveiling this new logo, second to none. I haven't seen anybody in the, in the industry do anything like it. And having that adversity where you are an established brand and people know who you are and kind of what you're about, and have to change things mid stride. I don't want to say that it's starting at square one, but it's probably starting over at like square two or three. Well, I, I like to think of it as an evolution, you know, like companies change their logos and they evolve right. and, you know, through the years. Uh, I, I mean, I listened to the whole episode, but he didn't really go into why. I mean, I know Adrian had a lot to do with it, but didn't really talk about why they were changing the logo except that it was important for them to do that. And I think it was probably important for the transition in their journey and the new formation of this company. And I'm very uh, looking forward to seeing this. I'm a, a fan of logos. I like doodling and making my own logos myself. So I am I have high expectations for this logo, and I'm sure it's nice, but it's important. Your logo is your image, is your brand. So it starts with that, you know, and I understand their passion. Uh, as as important as it is, the product be good. That logo represents, you know, that that brand. So it's important. So I think it was a good first step in their next generation of uh, the brand. Yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, changing a logo to me is is, is just growing, like you said, Nick. I mean, yeah. we as simply Stogies have we've changed our logo at least once. I think we're just once. I think. Is it just once? Just yeah, it was. Well, I think we did it. We did it twice. The second time was basically we recreated. The, yeah, yeah, we kind of retooled it a little but, bit. But yeah, you know, you're, you know, but we had that. Yeah. We had that talk. Like, fuck. I mean, everybody knows this logo. Well, now they're going to know a new one. We're this. We're we're still the same company. We just got a new logo. Yeah, company. Uh, that well, very loosely. Yeah, I guess we're yeah. not really. Yeah, brand, brand. brand. Yeah, that's that's a brand. brand. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're yeah. No, for sure, it's definitely a, a next step. But there's there's still the like. Look, we've had we've had um, a couple people on who've had to do that. Like uh, Greg Free from Fuerte y Libre has has got to change his. That still hasn't happened yet, uh, but it's going to happen. Um, you know, and you you spend so many years building this brand and having everybody recognize this logo. And then you, 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 you're hit with whatever, and you gotta, you've got to change it. You have no choice. You've got to change it. Um, it's just a bump in the road for them. I'm sure it is. I, I, I think Adrian brings a lot to the table as far as, as that kind of stuff goes, the, the, the legal stuff and whatnot. And, and like I said, John's a creative guy. And so, you know, he, he got those creative juices flowing and, and came out with a new logo. And I, I really like the logo. I think it, it, it uh, and the presentation on it's fantastic. And I, I think, I don't think it's going to impact them, but as a, as a business, business owner, as a brand owner, if I had to, if somebody came to me and like, Hey, you got to change, you got to change it. 
I'd be like, fuck, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have the bandwidth for it. And, you know, I, I'm guessing they don't, they didn't have the bandwidth for it. And it's just another, it's another obstacle on the road to success for them. Um, but they're not letting it get them down. They're not letting it impact them. They're moving forward. They're doing what they need to do. Just like any business owner would, would, yeah, it sucks, but they're doing it. Uh, and they're doing it at a high level. So kudos to them. I hope everybody likes the new logo. I think the new logo is great. But yeah, I think I think part of those core values that he has as an individual is hard work and just put your head down, get it done, move forward. Well, like you said, he's got a level of give a shit that you don't he have. Does. He does have a level. Of, it's a, I mean, he's, he's a hardworking yeah. guy. Well, I, I, look, he, it's his brand, right? It's his mm-hmm. baby. And he put everything he has into this. And that shows in the quality uh, of craftsmanship and the quality of work that that they put out in in everything they do, from their cigars to their accessories, uh, to their cases to whatever. Like anything that Peter James does is going to be done at a high level. Uh, so I'm excited to see what they've got going with the cigars, uh, what they're gonna, what what comes next for them. Uh, and I think it's I think it's going to be great. And, and, and to be honest, I think the industry needs a little more. Peter James and a little less smoke and mirrors. True. Uh, were you able to get any uh, hint of the new products, the new things that uh, that's, that uh, is coming out to Peter James? So I don't know if if John and Adrian are going to watch this. Um, I hope they do because if they do, Adrian will know that I I blame him completely for me not getting any kind of sneak peek whatsoever. Because <laughs> John, John would have been like, "Oh yeah, we got this, this, and this." And I, I there were a couple times where John started to say something, and Adrian's like, "Well, I'm like, God damn it, no, Adrian, no, tell me, tell me, give me the scoop." Um, but no, um, you know, and I don't think I would put it out there if they didn't want me to, right? Like, so even if sure. they did tell me, I wouldn't tell you. But no, they didn't tell me nothing. I got, I, I, I got nothing. But I, but. Well, I'm sure there's reasons. Oh, one hundred percent, there are reasons. You know, they they, yeah. they haven't they haven't finalized their partnerships with whoever, and who knows what the reasons. But I'm sure they're good oh one hundred percent. I'm just giving Adrian shit. Um, I, I I feel like that whatever they do, it's going to be done at a high level. Like I'm super looking forward to it. Like I like the Los Estoica, uh cigar that they've that they came out with. I like it. I think it's a very good cigar. I think I did a review on the Habano. If you go take a look, simplystogies oh. I did a review on that. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to put out there that their website is PeterJamesCo.com. There you go. PeterJamesCo.com. That's, That's the U.S. one. Thank you, Nick. I knew they had a U.S. Yes. one. I just couldn't remember what it was. Um, oh, that's their U- oh, yeah. the U.S. website. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I, I know that, that he's got a lot of stuff in the in, in the works. I know he's been talking to folks in the industry and, and building those relationships. Uh, I have. I'm super excited for what they're going to put out cigar wise here in the next, you know, 12 to 18 months. I'm really excited to see what their, what their booth is going to look like at the next year's trade show, which is only a couple months away. A couple months away at this point. Jesus Christ. Thanks PCA for moving that up to March. Um, yeah, it's going to be nuts because it is only a couple months away. Everybody only had about nine months to prepare for this trade show coming up at the end of March, uh, 2024. Um, but he seems super excited for the booth and, and I know just watching, uh, being able to see the evolution from, uh, in 22, he was there in 22, uh, and it was a table, you know, it was a table and had a backdrop behind him. Um, 
And, uh, you know, he had somebody else there helping him out. Um, who's no longer with the company, I don't think. And then this year they actually had a booth that had, um, some substance to it. There were some, there were some fixtures and they had all of their, their, their lighters and stuff on display, um, as well as their cigars. And, uh, you know, he was super excited about that. And now next year it's going to be even bigger and better. So it's fun for me to see these companies that start kind of small and then get bigger and they evolve and they kind of just move forward. And, and I really do. I, I said this the first time that, that John was on last year, which is right before the trade show last year, 22. So it would have been like June. I think he was on um, yeah. that everything that Peter James does, the company is, um, is, 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 is luxurious. It is the quintessential, um, elegant carrying case that you want to take with you. Right. And now they've moved into cigars, which again, he wanted to bring that level of craftsmanship and artisan craftsmanship at that to cigars. And now he's brought it to lighters. Like I'm excited to see what's going on. Like I'm hoping they come out with a cutter. I'm hoping they come out with more cigars. I'm hoping that there's a, there's a lot of things in the works. I know there are a lot of things in the works uh, with them that I'm super excited to see what they bring. Cause it's always done at such a high level. I really need to stop by their booth and, uh, and talk to them and actually take a look at their product. And it's hard to do, especially at the trade show. Cause we're running around, we're trying to, what are we going to try to get 200 interviews this next trade show? Something ridiculous. This is a goal that Nick has. We'll, we'll try to get there. But I, I do want to still, stop If by. I remember right, Tim, there is still a day in the life of Nick that hasn't come out. Oh, yeah, what's, going what's, what's going on with that? I mean, I don't want right, to bring it up That's not what this again. show is about, gentlemen. That's not what this show is about. But, I've been trying to work more on it, but James keeps asking me to and smoke. And you keep telling me no. Yeah, you keep telling me no, so I'm, I'm going to assume that it's almost done. Mm. <laughs> maybe before the maybe next before trade the show. Next trade we can show. Get it out. Jesus. No, but we like there, there's yeah, a chance. like but you're not wrong. Like we're always we're we're very busy at the trade show. We're we're very busy in general, um, and we do our best to get content out in a in a timely manner for everybody. And like there's there's still I I've got McAuliffe stuff from their uh from their open house that I still haven't gone through. And so we're just always busy. And we're always trying to get stuff out. We're always we're always working on stuff for you guys. Um, uh, and and. and it, it is hard to get to, to people to trade show. And I don't think we're going to get 200 interviews this next time. I think that's a pipe dream. Um, no, but we'll, we'll get as many as we can, including Peter James. And I think you should, I think you should go over introduce yourself to, to John and Adrian. They're great guys. Um, uh, just don't tell them you're with me. <laughs> don't wear don't the shirt. Don't wear the shirt. I never, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I never, never, ever like I'm not with Simply Stogies. Uh, some guy in a fedora just left this at a chair, so I figured I'd wear it. Is it the same chair that you left all oh. of his cigars and his Simply Stogies hat? I, I, I oh, that was not hat. on me. That was not on my me. hat. That, that was me. I lost that hat. Don't, I had it all two days. Two days. I feel like that was Tim's fault. <laughs> Tim just... Well. Uh, you know, I'll take I'll take the blame. <laughs> Nick's like Nick. Nick's <laughs> like ah, do you beat on Tim too much? I'll take the blame. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I have one friend in this shit show, it's not James. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> anyway. 
Yeah, the work, okay, the workload is is quite a bit, you know, and so when I was hearing John talk about, you know, trying to do all these things by yourself and not having the bandwidth to do it, I really related to that because it was just you. And then you brought me yeah. on and it was just us trying to do everything. And we're trying to constantly bring on reviewers for the website you know, everybody who goes to the trade show and trying to get content, it's a lot of work that honestly needs to be spread across multiple. Oh yeah. And trying to do all that I, on your own. You is, know, I, I have a lot of respect for guys like Nick and guys like, like John and Adrian that, that pour their heart and soul into something um, with no guarantee that it's going to take off the no guarantee that it's going to pay the bills, no guarantee that they're going to be able to support their family, put food on the table and a roof over their heads. And when John moves to America, pay for insurance because right now in Canada, like his insurance is paid for, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's like, right. I feel like Socialist. he might be in it for a rude awakening. The first time one of his kids has to go to the doctor and he's like, wait, it's how much? Um, <laughs> is that pack your bags? We're going is this back. Canadian or American? Like, what is, I don't understand. Um, I, I feel like that's going to be uh, an eye opener for him. Um, so I have a lot of respect for folks that can do that. And you're right. When you run a business, and even even when you run a, a quasi business like this, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of effort. And you do kind of have to have somebody just to to spread the workload to. Um, and Adrian taking, uh, some of those things off of John's plate, I think are only going to help, uh, John kind of, uh, focus that creative force that he has. Uh, and hopefully we'll see a lot of new products coming out, a lot of innovation coming out and a lot of, a, a lot of quality coming out of Peter James here in the next, uh, 12 to 18 months. I, uh, I enjoyed the interview. You know, I really felt for him because, you know, I've had those same thoughts. I mean, if I could, you know, I wear a gazillion hats and I don't have that business partner. Fortunately, I'm a, I'm a kind of a, a a combination of Adrian and John where I love the design part of stuff. And for me, it's it's making cigars. And if I could pick one thing that I, I could do, I would just do that. If I could just sit at the factory all day and just blend cigars, that would be my idea of uh, Nirvana. But you know, I also enjoy speaking with uh, the 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 folks that smoke the cigars. I really enjoy that aspect of it as well. Uh, and then there's the business side of things, which thankfully, because of my background, you know, with uh, software and accounting and, and business side, uh, you know, I'm able to do some of that too. So I'm kind of wearing all the hats now, but I understand and I felt his pain in the interview of what he was going through. And he's very fortunate to have found somebody. Uh, sometimes, you know, the gods listen and, you know, sent the right person along in his path. And, uh, you know, it, it could only help the, the company. And I think, uh, you know, I wish them all the success in the future. And I'm looking forward to their future products and to see them grow. Nothing better than to make friends with people in the industry that you have common um, goals and, and ideas about business and see them grow and become successful. And I've seen that uh, many, many different people through the years in my tenure here in the industry. And, and I root for them and I'm like a cheerleader on the side as well. Uh, and for the good people, you, you, are, you get happy and excited when you see people succeed in the business following their passion 
and making quality products. And John Lorendi is one of those guys. And, you know, I'm sorry I missed the interview. I would have loved to had some more FaceTime with him, but I'm sure I'll see him at the trade show and we'll continue our, uh, our journey as friends as well. Yeah. I, you know, you said it, you said it earlier, you know, um, that, that Nick Melillo was one of the good ones in the industry. I think, I think John and Adrian Absolutely. are are the same thing. I think there, there are a couple of the good ones in the industry. They are, they are grounded. They know what they want. They're going after it. And there's no, like, look, in this industry, there is sometimes a um, inclination on the part of, of business owners and whatnot to portray the company and themselves as something they are not, which is why I call it smoke and mirrors, um, because this is a, a, a lifestyle and a hobby that does take a certain level of disposable income to be a part of and to be a part of, uh, uh, you know, deeply, you, it takes a lot of of, of disposable income and, and to be able to create in this, uh, the sandbox known as the cigar industry and do it the right way and to be real and to be transparent with your fans, uh, and with those people who want to support you, it, it can be a daunting task because you do want to always put your best foot forward, but sometimes you just kind of got to let people see behind the curtain. And ha- show them how the sausage is made and show them who you are as an individual. No pretense, no putting on airs, um, just this is who I am. And that's not always pretty. And when you are, when you are putting everything you have on the line, it, it's never pretty. Uh, but the end product for them is gorgeous. Uh, it's fantastic. It is a high level. Um, so kudos to them. Now, that, all of that said, Tim, I will, I, 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 I will say this. I've always said that my dream job would be to own a B and M one day. Let, oh yeah, we've we, talked yeah, about that. I, I want to amend that because sit, sitting here listening to Nick here just a minute ago, where he said, you know, his nirvana is is sitting down at the factory and just blending cigars. What I what I would like, Tim, now like my dream job now is Nick's official taste tester at the factory. So as he blends <laughs> oh. them. He's blending them and he hands them to me and he's like, smoke that. And I'm like, ah, it's pretty good. Uh, pretty good. I can't do this anymore. So many cigars. Uh, like, that's my dream job. You would be miserable at that. You would like it for about the first three months. And then you'd just be like, I can't do it anymore. Like, I, I want to breathe real air. Like, you would find something to bitch about. Well, yeah, that's what I do. I just well, bitch about well, that. That and you would have to, you would have to t- see working for Nick. I think that you would only be allowed four hours of sleep a day because Nick is a man that does not no, sleep. Does not. And if you this, work for this, him, this is true. This is if, true. If you work for him, you cannot sleep. <laughs> like, you must be awake when he like, is here's awake. Here's the thing. This was so funny because at the trade show, because we've talked about the trade show uh, ad nauseum on this episode, but at the last trade show, the second day we were there, like Nick and I were up till, I don't know, three, four o'clock in the morning, smoking cigars and talking. And I think I got like four hours of sleep. And that next day, like Randy was my cameraman, right? So we're going around, we're hitting all the, all all of the things we had scheduled and I'm dragging ass. And I'm just like, let's go sit down. I'm so tired. He's like, no, 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 let's go. Let's go. And I just keep walking to the back. I'm like, no, we're going to sit down. (laughs) He's like, you would have had 20 more interviews if you hadn't stayed up all night talking with Nick. I'm like, "Eh, I know, but it was fun. Let me just sit here for a minute and close my eyes. 
because Nick doesn't sleep. So it's all your fault. Nick doesn't sleep. And then second day, like oh. after that, like we're up till three or four, like you and Nick are going. And he's like, look at Nick. Nick's going. He's older than you are. What the fuck is your problem? I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. Man. I'm so tired. Princess didn't like, get his beauty it, sleep. It was so hard. But Nick's like, let's let it go. Yeah, so there that and the, the giant cup of cola. The giant cup of cola. Yeah, there will there will not be another four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the next trade show, I'm gonna be like ah, midnight. I'm going to bed. I'm fucking tired. Well, that's the secret. Stay caffeinated. All right. Well, what do we got coming up, James? Uh, coming up, don't forget December second. Is that the first Friday of December? Is I think December 1st. December 1st, the first Friday of the month. Uh, not only will there be an episode drop with Bradley Rubin of Alec Bradley slash uh, General slash Forge slash STG, uh, but there will also be the new show, the After Dark Show. Simply Stogie's After Dark live on YouTube and Facebook. Yes, Tim has fixed it. Uh, so uh, it will be on Facebook. Join us. It's a, it's a show for LE Club members. If you want to become an LE Club member, go to simplystogies.com. Uh, click at the top LE club register $10 a month, hundred dollars a year. And you too can jump on this, uh, show, uh, and you have your voice heard. You can ask us questions. Ask Nick questions. If he's on, ask myself questions. Uh, you can ask Tim questions about his wife and why she doesn't support him and anything that she does, uh, that he does. Uh, it'll be a good, it'll be a good time. Uh, and hopefully maybe one day we'll get Kristen on, like, let's get her on and be like, why don't you support Tim cigar smoking? Uh, but you can help make that happen. Uh, we call that an intervention. That it would be an intervention. LA <laughs> Club, uh, $10 a month, $100 a year. And if you don't want to join, don't worry. Just keep watching, supporting us that way. We very much appreciate your viewership, your listenership. Um, and you can jump on and you can listen and uh, you can ask questions in the chat. Uh, we will certainly interact with you uh, if you're doing a, uh, interacting with us that way. But if you want to join the call, $10 a month, $100 a year. Uh, help support a small podcast that is just trying desperately. Uh, to make it out there in this big wide world, but I'm not mortgaging my fucking house again. Uh, but you can also uh, <laughs> check out uh, the clear the air uh, on, on the eighth uh, where we talk about uh, Bradley Rubin behind his back uh, and then put it out there for uh, him and, and everyone else to watch. And then on the 15th, December 15th, that's right. The last uh, podcast of the year, Charlie Minato from halfwheel.com will be on. I'm looking forward to sitting down with Charlie. And Nick, uh, Nick's got a great story. I think you guys all know where his uh, his son went to school with uh, Charlie and was like, hey, there's this guy I know. He does reviews. And you're like, yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of guys that do reviews. What's his name? Charlie something. Wait, wait. Monado? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so his son went to school uh, at Wake Forest with uh, Charlie Monado. So I think it'll be a great episode. I'm looking forward to sitting down with him. Then again, we're going to talk about Charlie behind his back uh, on, on the uh, 22nd. Uh, stay tuned for that. And that takes us into the new year where the first two shows will be a look back and a look forward uh, for uh, ourselves and the industry. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. So I hope you can all join us for those shows should be a lot of fun. Tim. Wow. That was a whole <laughs> lot. Was. And that's not even Holy scripted. Crap. That's just off the top of my head. No. And one of these days I'll get that good. Probably not, but one of I these I mean, if days, your wife would support this endeavor, you. maybe you right. would get that good, Tim. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, while you're trying to light your cigar and give me shit in any way you possibly can, from this episode to next episode, what the hell do you want everybody? What I'd like you all to do is to stay smoky, friends. We'll see you next time. <laughs>